Welcome to Season 3 of Feature in a Short, where an appointed contributor presents their chosen feature motion picture and a short movie. If there is only one condition for the screening, the presenter must have been directly involved with one picture, but not the other. This is Justin Joseph Hall, owner of Four Wind Films. To kick the season off, our presenter is Shanali Bomick, someone who Four Wind Films works with a lot, uh, specifically on the other podcast that we're involved with called We Don't Even Know, that we also have done monthly and for a much longer time. Listeners here, if you guys enjoy this, you should definitely check that out. On top of that, um, before Four Wind was a company, Shanali created a movie that she happily let us be a part of called Sardines Out of a Can. So we were overjoyed to have her here to talk about some of her other amazing accomplishments, including Variety Shack for her short picture. And so uh, she decided to present The Hike. You guys, this is a short film by my comedy group. The Shack is Shanali, Heather, Andrea, Chelsea. Shanali Bomick, Heather Lawless, Andrea Rosen, Chelsea Peretti. The three of them are amazing stand-ups and talents in their own right. Together, we are Variety Shack. I mean, a few years after I moved to New York City, I remember noticing that they always would have one woman a show, which is actually good by today's standards even. But I noticed there wasn't a gathering where women were leading the evening. And we used to actually just dance together at the end of the night. It started as a dance group, actually. And then um, we just started to make short films. In the New York City comedy scene, we did really well. We won like a Village Voice Award. We were in Time Out. And we eventually got some TV pilots. They live in California, in LA. I live here. So this past November, after like five or six years of not making shorts, we got together because we realized we missed each other, and still to this day, we don't feel like anyone's making what we made. And um, um, But the main reason I'm sharing this film is because I want to encourage everyone to, to make films on your own. And this was like very DIY. We got friends to shoot, friends to edit. Um, another thing I think is important about this group, and it needs to be made clear, this, these are four women that have now been doing comedy and music and film for a long time, but I think one of the biggest and most important things about sharing our work is that we still keep continuously honoring men and their talent. And there is no part of me that believes there weren't amazing women throughout history that were also leaders in all of these movements of art. And we need to start celebrating these women. So I'm celebrating, even though I'm, I'm a member, I'm going to celebrate Variety Shack with you guys. That's a big reason why I wanted to bring this to you. Yeah. Cool. Go, ladies! <laughs> After watching The Hike, which easily got the most laughs of any showing <laughs> that we've had here on Feature in a Short, we had a quick discussion about it. This only took, really, only took an hour and a half. To me, that's what's crazy is just like the headspace of like, oh, we're just going to go and get it done and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And that, in a way, lack of pressure is why it's so fun. Mm. You know, you're not overthinking. We stop and we evaluate what we just did and then we, we might do it over to get reaction shots or whatever, okay. right? But there's a lot of jump cuts and like obvious like moments where Heather took off her jacket and like she has on a different jacket. That's not, who cares, like, it's not about continuity and being perfect with a placement. It's about having fun with your friends. 
the editing process is tough, but it's only, like most of our shorts were six minutes. Sorry, how did the four of you edit it together? So there's such a learning curve with this. When it first started, we all four would be in a room with an editor. And that was so intense to have four, five editors. Like, I can't believe now that the editors let us do that. Then, then, then we started getting one lead person from us to sit with the editor, and that person would pick clips that worked the best, and then the other three would come in. So then finally it was each one of us would take turns, then we would write notes. You know, and, and at the time we were making a short a month, and we would share a new short at every one of our live shows at the UCB. So we weren't just... Having a live show we had to prepare for, we were also doing this. I mean, that's a lot. We wouldn't even write a script. We would just do beats. But the thing that's so beautiful about working with them is we know each other so well. Who precisely is not going to be comfortable? Who's going to be angry? Who's gonna, it just happens. Even though we're all very uniquely different, we do come from the same place of silliness, absurdist, sort of take and also like real talk. So that's what I'm so proud of uh, the Variety Shack for. And, and you mentioned Fred Armisen and it's part of some of the like, like y'all's deadpan and how the, it would like just chop really quickly really reminded me of Portlandia. Yes, so, <laughs> yes. I really liked that. Thank you. And he, he literally uh, texted me months ago and said, you know, I'm, been, I'm binge watching Variety Shack videos this weekend, and I realize how much your work is influenced Portlandia. And I'm like, yeah. Um, and then Michael Luciano just put this on Twitter recently. He's like, I just wish everyone could see this DVD. He goes, I was a kid, I think he was a teenager at the time, and he said, I would go to their shows, and they really taught me everything about how to make art and to do comedy shows. I started doing it with my friends, and now he has an animated show on HBO called Animals. Paul, Paul Shear. Paul Shear. Yeah. So Paul Shear, I just found an email from Paul Shear uh, trying to buy Variety Shack DVD, DVD, DVD like five times and I didn't see it. Oh, really? And he had to get his money back. I felt so bad. I haven't talked, I mean, this is years, like I just noticed this oh, now. Wow. He tried to purchase it like five years ago. Oh, and I kept saying, that's Paul Shear who's trying to buy Friday really, Shack really DVD. He got his money back. Like they'll instantly give you, like he never got it, but I was like, oh my God, we're not even, not even able to like sell DVDs to like famous comedians and movie stars, but um, there's only a few people today that, that will celebrate us to the world out, like John Early, Kate Merlant, they always, they will say to the world, you guys are our influences. And, I, and the thing is, we don't, you know, we just put it on YouTube and that's the beauty of social media, like right away, it was like, oh my God, you're back, thank God, this is my best day, this is my, the shack is back, you know, it was like so beautiful to see this build of a fan base that hasn't seen us do something new in five years, you know? That's the beauty of, of making films on your own, of being around good people that have good energy that want to make something. It's, that's what's beautiful about art. It's so beautiful. You guys, I'm going to cry. After we got to watch Valley Girl, a romantic comedy from 1983. I am so excited to watch this with you guys. This is one of my 
favorite movies, and if you don't like it, just don't tell me. Um, because it, it, I seem to only like people that like this movie. Um, this is done in 1983, and at the time, Frank Zappra had just released his song with his daughter called Valley Girl, and this script came into the hands of this director, Martha Coolidge. So there's a female director who went to art school here in New York, and this script was called Valley Girl, and Frank Zappa did not want it to be produced without his approval, but it didn't work out. Valley Girl got made. This movie also was the launching pad for Nicolas Cage's career, and a quick story about that, because it's so cool, is that when she was casting this movie, she was like, I'm so tired of seeing all the pretty boys. So. She went to the rejection pile of headshots. And side note is that Martha Coolidge had been for three years working with Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, he had a film production company called Zo Zoetrope. So she knew him well. She finds this one. It says Nick Cage. And she goes, we need somebody like this, please. Like, just get him to come in. And so she said the minute she saw him, you know, she was like, oh, my God, he's got to be it. And when she asked him to be the lead of this movie he said no I'm sorry I can't do it I'm doing this other film named Rumblefish I have this small part in this other film and uh, she she was like listen Nick I'm gonna make you a star you need to be the lead of my movie I actually am friends with Francis Ford Coppola and I could call him so she calls Francis Ford Coppola's production company and she's saying do you know that you have this guy Nick Cage I need to work out his schedule I want him to be in my movie she calls a casting person there. He's like, we don't have a Nick Cage in Rumblefish. And, uh, and then finally the guy goes, well, we have a Nicholas Coppola. <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> and she goes, oh, that's Francis's nephew. You didn't know that? So that was the first time he had sent out Nick Cage to just try to avoid being known as Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. And so he got cast without that being known. And this is the launch pad for his career. But this is such a sweet movie. It captures the 80s like so beautifully. And the music, I think the reason Modern English is I Melt With You is a song we all know is because of this movie. Hmm. She had no budget. She had $300,000 and they made $18 million off this movie. But oh, the clothes, the music, young love. It's just like... Yes, watch it. As we've been doing this, um, we are now on our 11th episode. Uh, and as we review the films beforehand, I've never seen a film with so much food in Did it. Did you watch Valley Girl and prep with like a notepad and like like take like food and snack notes? Yeah, that's amazing you did that. You, it was a good So we had a amazing. ton of American food, hot dogs, corn dogs, sushi with peanut butter. And we topped it all off with some prom punch uh, in order to imbibe a little bit Even during like the screening. The second round, I was like, okay, that's done. They're done. And then they're just like, wait. After we talked a little bit more about Valley Girl. Guys, thank you for this. This is amazing to realize there was all this food yeah, in this. Can you take a picture of this? And we ate the sushi. That was so awesome. And now we need to spike this. <laughs> It's so dumb, it's so great.
So thanks a ton for listening to Future in a Short. If you want to attend or be a part of the podcast, please just go to our website and shoot us an email. Otherwise, follow us on social media, and you can on any social media platform at Four Wind Films. That's at F O U R W I N D F I L M S. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.